Welcome back to Dice to Pixels. We are here with episode 13 <gasps> on what we've decided is Friday the 13th, yeah, even Friday. though it is, in fact, Friday the 30th. No, it's Friday the 13th plus uh, a few. 17. <laughs> oh, I see. It's yeah. uh, it's had 17 practices at being the 13th. 13th yes. Yeah. Yes. Or is yeah. it 16? Check our math in the comments. Right. Do it. Uh, we've got some news today, yeah. uh, one of which is... Pretty hot off the press. Uh, Google is shutting down Stadia for real this time. Yeah, for real, for real. Uh, we actually—it's funny because we brought up Stadia last week, um, praising their controller. Yeah, uh, and you were saying that the service a hit and miss. Yeah, uh, yeah, like a lot of things. I actually have a real quick update on Xbox, but we'll talk about that in a minute. In yeah. a minute, rather. Um, um, but yeah, Google's revealed uh, yesterday, uh, September 29th, that um, as of January 18th, 2023, Stadia will no longer function. Wow. Um, yeah. They, uh, they've also said that they are offering refunds for all Stadia hardware purchases, uh, whether that be controllers, Founders Edition, Premium ed Premier Edition, and the Play and Watch of Google TV packages through their Stadia store. So if you were one of the ones that bought one of those packages and you'd like some money back, take it there. I didn't actually know that. That's a that's a bold move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good on them. I mean, um, sort of. I mean, I mean, they didn't tell any of the game devs. That's the that's the yeah. And people yeah. were releasing games like two days later. Yeah, which game was that you said? Um, was, uh, let me just find it here again. Um, Tangle Tower. Yeah, probably yeah. Uh, more than a few unhappy people there. Yeah. Um. It seems, though, uh, the only thing you won't be able to refund is uh, if you are a Stadia Pro subscriber. Um, you, it says you'll be able to continue playing your games with Pro uh, without further charges until the final wind-down date. Right. And uh, Google's also not asking for hardware to be returned. Oh, from the Pro, because yeah. it was a rental system. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Why would they want it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> seriously, what? <laughs> possible reason would they have for wanting yeah. it back so if you do um, have that stadia controller hang on to it because that thing's great for pc gaming it's well, that, really yeah. really good that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah. I, I have one of the controllers upstairs uh and uh, i think it's the founder's edition and uh yeah it's it's a great quality controller it's actually a lot like the xbox controller honestly uh, in my opinion at least uh it's different like it doesn't yeah. have the same all the same things but it, mm -hmm. like this shape and everything it's it's similar um I liked it. It was a good one. So I kind of feel it takes the best parts from the uh, PlayStation 4 DualShock and the Xbox and just kind of. Yeah, it's actually I think um, it also has a bit of like the Steam controller just sort of mixed in there as well, mm -hmm. which is great. Anyways, good controllers. Uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, another shuttered service. Shocking. I'm not at all surprised given my hit and miss experience yeah. with, uh, as I said a few weeks ago, you know, I've tried pretty much all of these subscription gaming models. I tried GeForce Now, I tried Stadia, I've tried pretty much everything. And uh, even with gigabit fiber, it's the services just aren't reliable enough to to really work with. Mm -hmm. uh, Xbox, I've been playing the Xbox cloud which is in beta, so, you know, they may still improve things. Uh, and sometimes it's glorious. It yeah. does seem time of day dependent. Um, mm -hmm. Later at night seems to be better, weirdly, which is the opposite of what I would expect. Um, Same. Agreed. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, when it works, it's amazing. And when it doesn't work, it's worse than useless because it, it wastes my time starting it up and then doesn't work. So. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, uh, I mean, I'd say it's not surprising, really. Uh, considering, considering, like you said, the rise uh, with uh, Xbox and their cloud game service and even Sony doing uh, their cloud gaming uh, service with like PS Now. So with like the big two kind of doing their own thing, it's... It yeah, I think that Stadia, when it originally came out, the big difference, the the sort of selling point for it, if I recall correctly was that it was browser-based. You could play all of your games in the browser, yeah. which at the time was, you know, revolutionary, I guess Ish. you could say. Mm. I'm sure they did, um, which is great. But then basically all of the other, like that's exactly what Xbox Cloud, ga- Xbox Cloud Game does and everything else. So that's no longer a differentiator. So why would you not go with the one that gets farming simulator instead of the one that doesn't right yeah mm-hmm. and i mean with i like farming simulator no kidding <laughs> um i think with something like xbox because it has such a a long background of being you know a, a game company around whereas stadia is just like from google and where is this coming from it doesn't have any background to it well, and they degree. they kind of messed up. Well, I don't know that they messed up because I, I don't know any numbers or anything else, but uh, they stopped releasing their own games for yeah. it pretty early on. Like they, it, they shuttered that division in 2021, I believe it says. Really soon yeah. after it was yeah. released. It did not last long. No. And, and so it was kind of one of those, well, do I really want to get involved in an ecosystem that already seems to be struggling? Yeah. And for a lot of people, the answer was no. Yeah. And then that kind of self-fulfilling prophecy and all that. So, yeah. Well, and, and I think at that time, like, well, even just in general, it, it doesn't seem like they were willing to put behind the effort that would be needed to put like the servers that would need to be around to give it that strong base in order to play it and yeah, yeah i honestly i played it i tried to play it when it first came out and then i never really gave it a second thought yeah which unfortunately i think is true for a lot of these things i mean G- geforce now when it first came out i played it and i tried it a few times and it never really lived up to what it was supposed to be and then i just stopped and then yeah. like a year later it i discovered that i was still paying for it so i canceled <laughs> it uh but i you know i even even knowing that i was still paying for it i didn't even bother logging back in to see if it was any better because i just you didn't I, care at I, that point. i knew that it wouldn't be even though yeah. i had no fucking clue but i think it's one of those things you either come in strong or mm-hmm. you're gonna fall flat yeah, yeah and uh we were fortunate because of our youtube premium account we were basically given the Stadia uh, with a Chromecast and like the whole nine, right? For yep. free. Yep. Um, we played it once uh, when we first got it. Yep. Um, I like I said, again, I was blown away by the controller. Yeah. So that instantly, that became like my primary controller when I gamed on PC. But when we tried um, the actual Stadia service, I was so disappointed because, yeah. I mean, we got great internet at our house like mm-hmm. great internet like gigabyte internet so it's sure as shit isn't us and just the the resolution the the just the quality of the of the gameplay like when it got to the point where i was moving and then it was moving like a like a second or so later i was like all right no i turned it off because why do i want to stream games when i can just physically play the ones that i ha-? you know what i mean 
Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, it's uh, the other thing that I think is going to... So right now we're in a bit of a heyday where everybody thinks they're going to create their own cloud gaming and mm-hmm. Netflix is just getting on board with this and Amazon, I'm sure, is about to do it too with the um, Prime gaming stuff. I actually don't know if they're doing cloud gaming yet. I don't think they I are. Know. I think it's just you can it play games from them. I don't think they're on the cloud, but I, I honestly don't know. Um, suffice to say, everybody thinks they're going to get their hands in this and and suddenly they're going to do it right. But the problem is, even if you get this right, even if you can play something like, for instance, Farm Simulator, and it works perfectly, you're probably never going to get first person shooters to work because nope. they require low latency. And mm-hmm. even if you get that to work, you will never get VR to work because VR requires like zero latency. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the sickness that people experience when they're playing VR is not because of the technology. It's because of the delay between rendering and and getting it into your eyes. Oh. So you're moving your head and the visual isn't moving fast enough, which is why they partially fixes. I think it was Steam at the Valve that fixed this uh, best earliest which was they would take the frame and and by the accelerometers in the headset, they would move the frame. It would be the same frame. They wouldn't re-render it. They would just move it according to how your head was moving to fill in that gap where you were moving. And that massively dropped the the amount of like sickness that people were feeling. But with um, streamed games, you're not going to be able to do that because... No. A, you're not even going to have that frame yet, so you won't be able to do anything with it. And then B, even if you did, it's not you can't map which frame you should be showing for which head movement. You can do that locally because like light speed of light, super fast, no problem. Mm -hmm. But when you introduce uh, latency from the network, it's just it's it's impossible. You cannot do it. So yeah. Uh, further to the question about uh, Amazon's cloud gaming. Yeah. Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, It's called Luna. Um, I, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like from what I've looked at here, they have, so their thing is, uh, they have channels. Um, they have a Luna plus, which is $10 a month American. Um, but then they have a family channel, which has obviously your kid friendly games for $6 a month, a retro channel with all of the classic, like Castlevania centipede, all those old school games. That stuff works well, by the way, on cloud gaming, yeah. generally speaking, yeah. that stuff tends to work I mean, really yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they got that for five prime gaming's free, uh, Ubisoft Plus is $18 a month on the service. <laughs> um, but then they have uh, like their controller. Their controller actually looks not too bad. It looks pretty much like an Xbox controller. Yeah, the controller is easy to get right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they do the same. They have the same kind of uh, deals here. There's four different deals with uh, bundles. So yeah. like controller yeah. with a fire stick. Exactly blah, 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 the same so. as everyone else. Yeah. I mean, and this yeah. is the thing. You're going to see literally every company that has any cloud servers say that they can do gaming. And the thing is, they can't. Because even if they get it right, you there are certain things that you just can't do well. Retro gaming, great idea. Like yeah. Apple mm-hmm. does. I think Apple, for some of the games, like the Apple Arcade with yeah. the TV, yeah. I think they could get away with doing some of those cloud-based because mm-hmm. most iPhone games, not all by any means, but most iPhone games, I think I'm fair in saying tend towards 
you know, slower is okay. There are obvious exceptions, but something like Angry Birds, yeah, latency is not a huge yeah. deal. Yeah. You know, like that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, there are games that obviously matters, but a lot of them, if Idle Champions, for instance, would probably work just fine streamed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I think they could maybe get away with it. But anytime you're trying to do full-fledged like console and PC games, ah, good luck. You're not yeah. going to get it. And even if you do, you're going to lose your your entire system when people start demanding more and more VR content. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. a, like just a couple examples here. Um, I'm looking at the Luna page, uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed, which is like a racing game. Yeah. So, I mean, again, going back to what you were saying about needing work. that, yeah. like there can be no latency in something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, so, that's, that's not going to work at all. Yeah. So. I mean, it's not surprising. And if, you know, if you're playing Luna at home and if you're enjoying it, great. Hey, you play how yeah. you want. Like, yeah, no, yeah. You know. we, we, uh, we crap on lots of things that other people might like, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, I mean, I have had good experiences with, uh, all of these services. It's just that I've also had crap ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the problem is I'm not going to continue to ch- like, I'm not going to continue playing the like roulette firing up a cloud gaming system yeah. to find out if I get to have fun or not. Yeah. yeah. That is not the way I want a game. No. no. <laughs> and even like uh even like exclusives on the platform. Like I know Stadia had some exclusive uh exclusive sure. games on their platform, but nothing not a- anything that I seen a- that I seen or heard about didn't entice me to be like, "Oh, yeah. fuck, I got to play my Stadia." Well, the so I'll tell you right now, and this is based on absolutely no information whatsoever except the fact that it's kind of obvious. I can tell you right now that Microsoft is going to make their cloud gaming play soon. They're they're big cloud gaming because that's why they're buying up all of these, trying to buy up all of these uh, oh, development yeah. studios mm-hmm. because they want when they come out really guns blazing because they've got the PC pass and they've got the Xbox pass and they're dabbling with Xbox cloud. Uh, they're going to come out soon and they're going to come out with major releases that are going to try and entice people, try and entice people to do their cloud gaming and hey uh if there's a company that can do it it, yeah microsoft's on the list it's just i don't think it's possible i really don't think it's possible so are you saying it's not possible now or ever i think ever because uh like unless we get like quantum tunneling inner like like what quantum entanglement internet working where it's literally no latency Mm -hmm. i there are certain things that i uh, fps's you can probably do like Really good internet. You can get like six millisecond round trip to mm-hmm. major hubs. So there's a chance that you could do like FPS and stuff. But I can tell you that 16 milliseconds was too much for VR. Oh, yeah. You're going to be real hard pressed to get your request to the service, them rendering the next frame and sending it back to you in under 16. It, it's never going to happen. I legitimately think that is never going to happen. You know, screen games where you're playing an FPS, I can see that working for mm-hmm. some people. And maybe in the future, everyone will have phenomenal, uh, you know, gigabit fiber yeah. direct to major backbones. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, everybody's iPhone is going to be able to play AAA games, too. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like as one tech increases, so does another. Yeah, and it kind of obviates the uh, obviates the first one. How long is it going to be before the Unreal 5 engine is running on an iPhone? Three, four years? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. At which point, do you really care about cloud gaming? Yeah. <laughs> like, just yeah. run it on your iPhone. <laughs> so, and I, like I've always been the advocate of actually having physical physical media, whether that be a disc or I I like uh, I like digital downloads. Sure. Because they're like already they're on your hard, but drive it's installed to your hard drive. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. installed. So like I I like that. And so far as like innovations within the past however many years, right? Like to do that on a console, is great. I, w- I will tell you that the one thing that is going to happen, I know it's going to happen just because no more physical media. Uh, well, obviously <laughs> no more physical media. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the main thing that's going to happen is and you've seen this, you've seen bits of it coming over time. Uh, things like Android apps, if people aren't aware and, and Apple was playing with this, too. Uh, you'll be able to download as you need. So like the app will only come in fragments. Yes. And when you go into that piece of the app, it will download it from the server. That you will see 100% with games. You will start yep. seeing like when you hit, instead of loading from the hard drive, it will load from the network. As more and more people get more and more bandwidth, mm-hmm. that will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the rendering is still going to happen. I, I just, I don't see a world where cloud gaming truly becomes the standard. I think it will be that the phone in your pocket has enough horsepower to do the rendering locally. You may not have a console anymore. You may not have an Xbox. You may not have any of that stuff. Yeah, that'll be like your new console right there. Exactly. I mean, the Switch basically went this route mm-hmm. already, right? Like mm-hmm. the Switch is not that much bigger than an iPhone. It is, but not that much bigger, mm-hmm. especially if you take off the Joy-Cons and everything. It's it's not that yeah, big. Yeah. Well, uh, and considering I've, they have, like we, we were talking about before with the, the backbone and whatnot, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's the the direction you're going to see things going. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly think you're going to see that going. I think you're going to see a lot of things going that way. Um, you know, car the cars have been doing this where it's like instead of having your media uh, infotainment system that's, you know, created by Ford or Chevy or anything else, they still have those. Yeah. But the real show is CarPlay and Android Auto. Yeah. You, run, you run it from your phone. Yeah. The car just displays what your phone's doing. <laughs> that, that's funny you bring that up because I remember reading a couple of weeks ago that Tesla has like video games in their vehicles now and they're yeah. like creating, which is. Tesla's weird. Yeah. yeah. So, so Tesla absolutely does have uh, games that they, that you can play and it's literally like you can, you can control in the game with the steering wheel in the car, which is, oh God. which is actually a little bit of a problem because there are people who like have taken photos of their kids having played the game uh the car has to be completely obviously non-operational <laughs> but but the the wheels in the one case still moved yeah so there's like all these black marks on there like it's wearing down the tires, tires. from them moving the tires yeah. back and forth and it's like well that was fucking stupid but that's that's sort of a non sequitur that was just somebody didn't think things yeah. through uh, it's all fly by wire there was no reason for the wheels to spin yeah. um but uh, Tesla's weird because they have uh, really re- uh, resisted doing CarPlay and Android Auto. They've spent a huge amount of time doing their own infotainment system. Mm-hmm. And it's a good one, but it's kind of dumb because it's like, well, just use the What's like, already available. make an yeah. iPhone app, get yeah. get together with Apple and make a Tesla iPhone app, which already exists, by the way. And just make it do what you need to with CarPlay. I assume the trick is Apple has told them, no, you can't do X, Y, Z. Certainly wouldn't allow them to play games on the infotainment. There are laws against that in many places. I actually wonder with that, with Tesla, I have to assume 
it's either disabled in some places or just straight up it's not actually legal. I have legal. no idea. I just remember seeing that article and being like, why would you ever need that in well, your vehicle? Because you can watch YouTube videos and stuff on it too. Uh, I, again, yeah, I think yeah. the car officially has to be in park when you're doing it. Yeah. I, I think. I would hope but so. But I'm sure I've seen people playing YouTube videos on their, their hmm. Teslas. Um, like my brother has one and I'm pretty sure he can play YouTube videos on it uh, yeah. when it's parked. But then again, you can just go and get like I could for the truck, I could go and get an aftermarket infotainment system and yeah. play whatever the hell I want on it. I can you can get DVD players for all they care. Right. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Blu-ray players, I should say. Sometimes I wonder if if I say something like that and and like younger people are like, holy crap, how old are you? Like, would it be is it like me saying D VHS? Laser discs. Well, OK, everybody, <laughs> everybody has a reaction to that. But I yeah, love shiny Frisbee. Because like uh, for for us, like obviously they're Blu-rays, but like yeah. do do young people, younger people, I should say, uh, do they does everybody just call them DVDs or, or is that just us old folks and and newer people call them Blu-rays? I'd be interested if you're young. No, comments. Do they even call them anything? Because everyone just streams. Well, stuff there's nowadays, that. Yeah, too. I mean, just talking about physical. Well, everybody knows about physical media though, right? Yeah. Like, e even if they don't use them, they they know they exist. Yeah. Like, game discs and stuff still exist. <laughs> um, if you're young, let us know. So here's my, here's a question. Um, we talked last week about the uh, Logitech little handheld that they're coming yeah. out with. Uh, yeah. I recently seen a video about a Ioneo Air, which looks basically like the Switch Lite. Uh, it's basically a cheaper version of the Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, with all of these Android-based handhelds, do you think Apple will ever say, you know what, let's make our own like I grant yes, they have an iPhone, but what if they made like a switch light? You know what I mean? Like, do you ever think that we'll get to that point where they decide, you know what, let's take our Apple gaming and our arcade, sorry, Apple Arcade. Let's let's make a little council. Do you think Apple will ever get to that point? I don't think so. And there's two re go ahead. Go well, ahead I was sir. just gonna say, I think if anything because they seem to really love the add-on things separately that they would make something like the the plug-in type thing like the the backbone or anything like that to make it a handheld mm -hmm. yeah. i don't know if they'd make a separate device though uh so there's there's two reasons i don't think they're likely to do that um the first one being that in apple's opinion uh and having worked there in one lifetime i i know this to be at least partially true of people that work there like on the teams there uh in apple's opinion your apple tv is the console uh then in their opinion they're like you don't for the kind of gaming that you're likely to do on on like an apple device that isn't a computer mm -hmm. that's your console you don't need more than that and that and frankly that's true i mean some of the games that even iphones and the apple tv by the way for anyone that doesn't know the apple tv and the iphone are the exact same electronics they're just in a different box. <laughs> the Apple TV, at least at least a few of the gens have literally just been iPhones minus the screen, minus the battery and jammed into an into a plastic box. Yeah. Uh, so if your iPhone can run it, your your Apple con your Apple TV mm -hmm. can run it. And now with them moving to the iPads with the M1 chips like my the new iPad and this laptop have exactly the same processor. Mm -hmm. Probably not a surprise to a lot of people. Um, 
what? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Apple made kind of a big deal about it. <laughs> the next, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe not the next, but a, a soon an Apple TV just has the M1 processor, and then there's your console, right? Uh, because if they can put it in an iPad, soon they'll be putting in an iPhone, and if they can put it in an iPhone, they can put it in the Apple TV. So I don't think they'll make a like handheld console because I think their answer to that would be use your iPad, use your iPhone. Mm. And there are already companies that make like cases with buttons on them and everything else. So I don't see Apple trying to make that jump. Do you think they'd make their own controller then? Well, so there was talk about whether or not they would do that Mm. when the Apple Arcade first came out for the Apple TV. And they pretty aggressively leaned away from it. Interesting. Uh and instead were they because I think in their opinion, they're like, there are companies that like Logitech that already make good controllers. Mm-hmm. We don't need to do that. Yeah. Why would why would we do that when Logitech can make it and people will trust the Logitech controller? Yeah. Or you can use your Xbox controller or you can use literally your any, controller, Bluetooth any controller. Bluetooth yeah. controller. Yeah. So yeah. so why bother going through the effort? Uh, yeah. I, I think that's going to be the answer is Apple is is looking at. You have an Apple TV, you have an iPhone, and you have a controller, be it Stadia, Xbox, PS4, or 5, uh, you know, Logitech, whatever. You're set. You have everything you need to do gaming. So Sarah's bashing her mic again. So I I don't think we'll see much more from Apple on that front. I think we'll just see those devices get more and more and more capable until... The point where you're just running World of Warcraft on your Apple TV because fuck it, why not? Yeah. Jesus, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're that far off. I'm willing to bet that if you uh, that you could take the iPad internals, mm-hmm. it wouldn't literally fit in the Apple TV box, but like it's an M1 chip, it could run World of Warcraft because this can run it. You could almost do it today if you kind of could cut the motherboard in half and stack it on top of each other. <laughs> Which Apple could do, I you can't do, but <laughs> so um, all right. Well, let's let's end let's end this whole topic with another uh, question. Uh, what other than Stadia, what do you consider to be one of uh, gaming's biggest failures? Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> Shots fired. I already know uh, my answer. Okay, well, start off. Yeah, then. it breaks my heart though, but the Dreamcast. Ooh, that's a good one. I I the Dreamcast was the only system that I ever actually took a day off work. So that I could get in line the at midnight, the day released nine nine ninety nine, to get the Dreamcast, Soul Calibur, Sonic Adventure, and then I went home and I played it until I literally fell asleep in my chair. Yeah, I mean, as far as heartbreaking goes, I think Dreamcast is win takes the cake for most people that were around and playing games then. It was so fucking good. It was such a good console. It was ahead of its time in a lot of ways and uh I still think it was better than the PlayStation 2. Oh, I I don't think that's even a controvert. I mean, cue the comments, but oh, yeah, I, I don't think that's even controversial. It is better. Yeah, but for a controller, the controller was a pain in the ass, yes. But when I looked at a Dreamcast game and then when the PS2 finally came out and I looked at, uh, I think Time Splitters was the first game I played for that. Sure. I thought that looked like shit compared to the to, compared to the Dreamcast. Oh, no, the Dreamcast was way more technically competent. I think that's actually what part of what spelled its uh, demise was I think that Sony was, it was Sony, right? Oh, yeah. Sega, Sega. Yeah, Sega. Um, yeah. And uh, they were they were pushing 
too uh, too aggressively to get games that took full advantage of the Dreamcast hardware mm-hmm. instead of coming out with just throwaway titles that people would like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they could have come out with 25 Sonic games to launch the Dreamcast, and I think it would have been one of the most successful consoles of all time. Instead, they came out with amazing games, but that people didn't really know what to think about. Like there were there were really cool shooting games that you could do with the the guns and everything else, but nobody really knew what to think about them until months later when there were lots of reviews and everything else. But by then, it's like, well, the hype has kind of died off. Yeah. And I think they did a bad job with their release slate. Mm. Yeah. If they had just packed it with Sonic, I think they would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I mean, the biggest failure, I have no vested interest in it, but I think the biggest failure f- that I can think of is the, the Virtua Boy. Oh God. Yeah. That like yeah. laser Nintendo that, f- I mean, yeah. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> failures. <laughs> um, I, my first thought is always the, uh, Ouya. Mm. Yeah. Cause yeah. I never bought one, but when it was first announced and I like, bought into all the hype with that and wanted one in the worst way, but decided to like wait and hear some things about it and nothing was good. No. Yeah. Which was was disappointing. That was like almost vaporware. Like it existed, but it was crap. Yeah. Yeah. I always felt real bad too. Cause there's a guy I knew um, who went to my high school and we kept in touch when we were in uh, university and he had gotten one and, uh, like he like pre-ordered it way ahead of time and everything. And it was, yeah. That's unfortunate. Yep. Peter Molyneux of the console world. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have, uh, if you can think of anything that's worse, more heartbreaking than the, than the Dreamcast or a bigger flop than either the Ouya or the Virtual Boy, let us know. Because, I mean, other than like, I can think of technologies, but I can't actually think of any systems that were more crushing failures than that. Maybe back in the early days when there were like 15 different consoles that all yeah. tried to find footing. But in terms of like more modern systems, I don't know, other than the PS5, because nobody can buy them. <laughs> yeah. A Fuck success you, or a failure. <laughs> we'll see. If they had sold more units, it would be a success. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they well, actually haven't sold. Yeah. I mean... They've sold lots of units, but not not as many as they could have. And the fact that you just bought a Series X and we're about to buy a Series X. Yeah. Yeah. I... No, I'm not selling my PS5. <laughs> no, no. You said you were going to trade in the PS4, right? Yes. PS4 Pro? Yes. I'm not going to because that's the only PlayStation that... Well, actually, I have a PS4 as well. No, I don't because it you got don't. lifted. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's the only... Sony console I have, some, so I'm going to keep some, it. Some lucky homeless guy got yeah. his fix from your PlayStation 4. <laughs> and used it. That's the thing that was crazy is it was actually like uh, because it was somebody had tried to log into it. They failed, but somebody had tried to log into it. I mean, maybe um, they took it to EB Games and Yeah, probably. Because like, it, it was, I saw an attempted login and then they like wiped the console. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, then maybe they did just trade it in. And yeah. EB, yeah. Anyways, yeah, you probably got more use out of it than I did because I did. I got used once in the last two years. Before. Oh my god, that yeah. weekend too. Sarah just yeah, ten hours of Diablo three. Yeah, that's right. That was fun. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, we should do that again sometime yeah. or something like somehow. that. Somehow, 
because we have well we've got computers yes yeah i mean i've got I've got enough computers around <laughs> us right now <laughs> that we could all play on computer. Nice. It's not as good as the PS4 version, no. but still. Yeah, right on. So, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey. it looks like uh, D&D, uh, one D&D, yeah. D&D one. We got some more Unearthed Arcana. Yeah. What's yeah. yeah. about this time? I didn't uh, bother reading it. So, it just says expert classes, um, oh. and I think it expands and... Um, it's got some bard stuff. I yeah. think I read that it had ranger stuff it in does. it. Yeah. Uh, it's some new class. I, it's basically they're just disseminating the new D&D one stuff over the course of the next yeah. whatever year. It's probably, this is the next drop. Yeah, because I think I remember us discussing before that there was the, the possibility of having like in class. Yeah. Um, think of it. Words, come on. Think of it. Sarah's broken. So now that Sarah's frozen, uh, we'll take this over to Adrian. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get a beach ball going. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyways, it's feats. the next. Sorry, feats. Right. I was buffering. Yeah. <laughs> you did a good job. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh. so so this is just the next drop of D&D 1. There's going to be a bunch more. Uh, check it out if you're interested. The YouTube video, I think, went live yesterday for it. Yeah, we'll throw it. Uh, so two days ago when you were watching this. Yeah, you can uh, download the PDF at uh, 1D&D. Yeah. Is it 1D&D or D&D 1? It's 1D&D, one one D &D, D &D. Right? Fuck, I always get that mixed There's up. There's only 1D&D <laughs> D now. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, well, and they didn't call it D&D &D 1 because that would be... Confusing, confusing, right? Because it was D and D fifth, and then D and D. They learned from Xbox. Yeah, I was just yeah, gonna yeah. say, unlike Microsoft, <laughs> when Xbox comes out with the X Xbox One Series X S, I'm waiting for the sixty nine. Uh, I'm waiting for Late. the triple X sixty nine Xbox. Yeah, yeah, that'd be the awesome one coming in twenty seventeen. Wait, twenty twenty seven. Yeah, a little bit of a time travel there. Yeah. Um. um Go ahead. No, no. Can finish. Go ahead. Oh, I, I didn't have a lot to say about it. Um, I same thing as we said before. I think the one D and D stuff is great. I think what they're doing yeah. is great. Yep. But I honestly don't really care a lot about the individual. Like I'll take a look and I'll I'll comment on it because now the important thing for anyone who doesn't know about Unearthed Arcana, the important thing about these drops is that right now Wizards is putting this stuff out to the community so that we can all give feedback on it. So I do encourage anyone who wants to have their voice heard, mm -hmm. check it out, give it a play test if you have the ability, definitely give it a read and submit feedback to them if you think you've got something useful to say, because this that's what this is for. They are trying to get community feedback. That said, I'll do that. I don't really care that they released a couple of new things. Like I'll, I'll care in, Eight months when we can actually sit down and play essentially D and D one or one D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it. They're gonna have to register like one D and D one dot com or something because. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so do check it out because it's valuable feedback. But otherwise, it's kind of uninteresting. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, this is a nice little segue here. Uh, as most of you know, on our Discord community, we have a channel for podcast questions. Um. Our friend of ours, John, uh, Temple of the Hut, uh, had seen as we're talking about uh, one D and D here. Um, he asked D and D one, or D and D one, or one D and D one D and D one D and D one D and D one. John asked uh, 
Uh, if we had any interesting stories about uh, some of our TTRPG experiences. So, no, I don't know. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for, for your that question, question, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, do you, do one of you guys want to start it off here? I feel like I've I been talking the last about. one. So I'll start oh. this one. Right. Um, there was a game I was playing with uh, Brody um, long, long time ago, pre pandemic pre-pandemic oh so in 2017 <laughs> almost okay. actually almost it was um so it was actually in the first campaign i'd ever played okay um it wasn't the first game i ever played but the first camp campaign and i can't remember how exactly we got to this area but um one of the players was a wild magic uh wizard and we got to this i think we i think we were in hell I think we had teleported ourselves to hell ah. to search for something. And we were in a castle someplace saving, I think, my sister's character at the time. And we were running away to escape. And there was a red dragon that showed up because I think it was the red dragon's castle in itself. Was it a cute dragon? No, it was very angry. Oh, okay. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was, well, I don't know. It was not described as cute. It was ancient, so it was old and wrinkly. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So a gilf. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, it's a dilf. Yeah, that's okay. There, well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but uh this so, is the this is the high quality content people tune in for right here. <laughs> um so we're running away and he cast I think I believe he cast fireball backwards to um, try and help us all escape because we were struggling to get out of there. And I think we were I was down to like, I don't know, maybe four hit points. My sister's character. No, my character was knocked out being carried carried by a different character. And we were just it was a bad, bad situation. And so he cast fireball to help us escape. And his wild magic went off at the same time. Oh, yeah. And the dragon landed where he was at the same time. But the timing was absolutely perfect because the wild magic surge that he got teleported him to a different plane. Oh. But as far as we knew, like, because the, the castle was, was, like, collapsing and everything, he was dead. So we were just like, oh, my God, afterwards. It was like, it was, yeah. And it was, like, at the end of our session, too. So we were, I think... I don't know, two or three weeks before we got back together again. Yeah, that was a good, good session. <laughs> That's pretty great. Nice. I like it. Nice. Um, I have a few. Well, I actually have a couple. You um, always have a few. Yeah, I know. Chad's always like, hey, what's your favorite story about something? I have seven. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Some I of them are up, about my cousins. Yeah, I gave up drinking, so now I just tell more stories. There you go. Um, no, uh, so uh, I remember actually the one uh, game that, Sarah started doing at home. Uh, it was for uh, the Witchlight, and the very first session I remember, I I couldn't be there because you and I were uh, putting together a studio. Oh yeah, that took us damn near the entire night. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I completely missed the first session of the game. Um, but Sarah was telling me how uh, they got to do all the carnival stuff, like uh, snail races and you know all the fun games and shit. And I'm like, fuck. Cause I made a character uh, who was a fairy that worked at the carnival, but he was like an asshole troublemaker and he was always pulling pranks on people. Mm -hmm. 
So when I was finally able to uh, to join a session to play in the, the, the following week, um, I remember I made uh, my character Amanase, which is basically a menace. Um, <laughs> I just combined yeah, it in uh, Amanase. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Um, I love it. So when I when I first when my, f- my character first got introduced, they were walking into the big house for the main attraction and they were walking towards it. And that's when I was like, attention, attention. Hey, ye, hey, ye. the show is about to go down at the big house. If you got a ticket, you best get your asses in here or you're going to miss the fucking show. <laughs> and Brody, uh, Brody and uh, our friend Amy, who was playing with us, they both look at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I just kept it going. I kept it going. I was like making fart noises or, you know, like when you're walking in movie theaters yeah. and your your feet sticks to the floor. I would make that like I would make that noise like echo throughout the whole place. And uh, was his name Mr. White? Uh oh, um, Mr. Light. Mr. Light. Yes. Every time I would do something, Mr. Light would just like look over at me. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, fine, I'll stop. Jeez, them. <laughs> just like, the one little thing, you know. <laughs> so it. that was that was a good one. Uh, it's a shame. I'd really like to get back into that. Yeah, that, would that was yeah, that was a good character, campaign. and that um, game was fun too. The other thing I liked was just uh, f- flying it off the hip when uh, we were playing Shadowrun and you were DMing. Yeah, the the one where it was just like, I think my character. Do you think my character should be here? And you were like, Yes, yes. <laughs> Those are my favorite messages to get as a DM. Just... Yep, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it because I'm sitting there just typing away, and then you were like, when you finally seen it, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and the thing is, uh. So, like, I see that, and obviously, instantly, I know the answer is yes. But for everybody else at the table that doesn't know what that message says, I have mm-hmm. to play it up. So it's one of those, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then everybody thinks, what the hell did we just get into? <laughs> God damn it, they put in a Wendy's order, and they didn't get me a spicy chicken. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing with the the random die roll of, like, uh, what are you doing? Okay, hang on. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> what was that for? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the the shadow. We should play Shadowrun again. We sometime. should. Even, even if it's not on camera, we should just play it. It's fun. Yeah. It is. Uh, if, if you haven't played Shadowrun, it's uh, an alternative. Uh, well, it's not really alternative. It's pretty mainline and mainstream. Um, but it's a TTRPG that's set in a cyberpunky world. And... Um, yeah, it's just, it's super episodic, super fun. Uh, we really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. check it out. It's not as crazy dark as cyberpunk. No, no, no. It's it's cyberpunky. It is not cyberpunk. No. Um, in, it is cyberpunky in that it is like the sort of retro futuristic weirdness, but it is not the same game. I'd, by say, any it's, means. I'd say Shadowrun is more like the espionage kind of. Uh, Parts of it. Yeah, yep. like there's there seems to be a lot more. It's it's very Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know D and D stories. I have literally millions. Um, wow. Okay, that's probably a lie, but figuratively millions. Squillions. Uh, I mean, I think I might have even mentioned it before, but one of my favorite stories about D and D is just. Um, my buddy James and his stupid fucking pirate rogue guy. 
<laughs> so, so James, for anyone who doesn't know, who who's new to the podcast, hasn't be, heard me talk about James before. I love James. This is not in any way. Uh, this is only a no, no, no. That's that's Aaron. That's oh. Aaron. Aaron and James and Topher and I. They they were they were my Toronto crew that I oh, used to run okay. for. Um, James is an awesome guy and he's a great role player. Uh, but his characters are. Uh, deliberately odd, and and I encourage it. Like this is not an indictment in any way. I think mm-hmm. it's great. And James, if you're watching, I hope this throws some memories up for you. Um, he created a pirate rogue, and and he is the the person who I have somewhere on one of my hard drives. I have a list of uh, like a flower picking chart, a D100 flower picking chart, because of course everywhere that they went, he would do things like, uh, we're walking down a rose. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go and find some flowers. So I would have to. <laughs> Roll to find out what flowers he found. <laughs> that's that's who James is. Uh, and uh, so this pirate character, he uh, he started one day. I don't remember exactly where he was, but he was. I think he was in a bar and he was trying to impress somebody. And being good at acrobatics, he decided that he was going to do a backflip either onto or off of a table. I don't remember which it was. And he ended up rolling high. I don't think it was a natural 20, but I think the result was over 20. And it was one of those things where as a DM, it's like, well, what am I going to do? Yeah, they're impressed, right? Of course they're impressed. You just executed up like a flawless backflip in a crowded bar. And then it bit and it stuck. And and that was his new thing was, was impressing people with backflips. And he essentially... <laughs> turned acrobatics into a charisma check oh my God. where it was like anytime he wanted to impress somebody either the the blacksmith npc that i gave them or the mayor of a city or whatever it was i'm gonna do a black backflip and and he 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 nailed them he got the he did them well every freaking time <laughs> So, it, and and you know what, that it, credit to Topher and Aaron and everybody else at the table. Everybody was totally cool with it. Nobody nobody was like, oh, it's not fair that he's like the face of the party when he's a rogue. And, uh, great group to play with. But yeah. that's one of my favorite things of all time was just this fucking started in a bar, rolled amazing. <laughs> Suddenly he uses backflips to impress everybody. Uh, and it was great. Everybody loved it. It was super fun. But yeah, just stupid nonsense like that. Some of the best times you can have in D anD. d So yep. Fuck, I'd like to play a game with these guys. I'll see if I can get them all out sometime. Yeah, uh, they're they've moved farther afield yeah. now, so it's a little harder. But we could we could definitely see we'll get a digital game going. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. I, I know they want to play. It's just yeah. getting everybody together is a bit of a pain. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're they're great guys to play with. They're super fun. Right on. Yeah. Cool. What's uh, uh, what's our time looking like? Uh, almost fifty minutes. Oh, okay. So yeah. I had to look uh, something up when we were talking about this because, and I haven't found an answer yet. But retro futurism, retro futurism, TTRPGs. You need to find something like that because we have like cyberpunk, but I feel like retro futurism was like the cyberpunk of the nineteen fifties. So I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um. I've been watching The Y Files, which is uh, sort of a conspiracy YouTube channel. Um, but the guy, so the reason I say sort of is it's very much a conspiracy uh, YouTube channel. But the guy, uh, he'll typically tell you all about the conspiracy just to the point where you're kind of like, huh, 
That's super interesting. And then the last thing is usually the the debunk twist. It's, Not always, fantastic. but usually yeah. it's it's like the okay. Now that I've told you everything, here's what here here are yeah. the things that have been just outed yeah. as lies. Great format. He does a great job, and he has this stupid goldfish animated goldfish that he calls Hecklefish that like heckles him during. The, it, <laughs> honestly, really great. Uh, we'll drop a link. Uh, check it out if you're into that stuff at all. If you if you like conspiracy stuff, and they're they're not. Um, most of them aren't super mainstream. I mean, maybe they are, and I'm just not that into conspiracies. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I've been watching that, and one of the the one that he released just like yesterday was about John Tidor. Uh, if, if you don't know that it's a, it was a time traveler on a forum. He, he poses as time traveler on a forum and, uh, and he, okay. the interesting thing about him is that the way that he described his time travel, uh, not only did he have an explanation of how his time travel machine worked and, and actually even sent like pictures of the operating manual and stuff. He had some knowledge that's it wasn't by any means like, oh, that's obviously time travel. But it was like, it's weird that you would know that, like even in the present day, he knew he knew weird things about a specific brand of IBM, like a specific model of IBM computers uh, that wasn't it wasn't totally secret, but it wasn't public knowledge by any means. And like there were things that he knew that were weird. And this description of a time travel of how his time travel thing worked was like plausible where it was like two micro singularities that were like modified mass by electron injection and stuff and like people who know about quantum physics are like yeah i mean maybe right like <laughs> it's time travel so who the hell knows but yeah if you could create that maybe that so anyways that's that's the john tedor story but uh his the whole thing was part of the time travel the reason it hasn't been totally debunked is because even though none of his predictions came true of course mm-hmm. um he described it as like world lines where the many worlds hypothesis where it's yeah. sort of the farther you go the more distant you come from your own world line so my future won't necessarily be your future usually there's small changes but who knows so it was one. It's, it's one of those really interesting stories. It's never been like truly debunked, but it's pretty obviously. I mean, I mean, I would sounds like something I'd deep dive into because that is like my style of novel. It I is like reading. super interesting, and it is one of those things where it's like, on the one hand, obviously it's fake for a number of reasons, mm-hmm. but there's nothing that you can point to it that it's like this is like 100% fake, like. There weren't any pictures where he had a Rolex from the future or like from the past on or like it, it yeah. was all of it was a little silly, but none of it was like, oh, my God, you're obviously lying. Here it is. Yeah. So uh, anyways, the story's cool. Check it out if you don't know anything. And I would honestly recommend checking out the Y Files video because he did a great job of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that whole world line thing and and sort of tying that into things like Man in the High Castle where different changes can end up with like zeppelins instead of, yeah. you know, planes being the primary transit and stuff. Yeah. We need a retro futurism uh, TTRPG nice. real bad. I'm sure somebody's made one. And if I not, we should make the John Titor, uh, RPG oh. TTRPG. We should make that. <laughs> the JT TTRPG. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah, that's, uh, I completely agree with you. Um, shifting gears, and I completely missed this, but the second I seen this, I feel this should be something that we should play. What's, What's that? that? So, um, there's been a game out in early access for over two years now called Grounded. 
Okay. It's by Obsidian. It's a <gasps> Xbox exclusive. I know what you're talking about. Um, it just it just got their 1.0 update this week. Okay. Uh, it's on PC and Xbox. It's on Game Pass. It's a uh, multiplayer survival game where you're basically the kids in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And oh yeah, I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, you're you're going up. You're making these makeshift weapons out of like grass and toothpicks and all that stuff, and you have to get back to your house so that you can enlarge yourself again. Um, yes, there is an anti-spider mode, which will, um, oh, it's, it changes how the game spiders look in an effort to make it easier for folks with arachnophobia to enjoy the game. Um, I, if we're doing it on camera, we're not turning that mode on. You get yeah. to watch every one of my reactions. Yeah. So this looks really freaking cool and it looks like something that we should play. Yes. And I almost feel like we need to stream it. What are you doing on Sunday? What am I doing on Sunday? I think I already have something that I'm doing. Oh, all right. All right. Boo. Well, drop, a, drop an F in the chat for Chad because he's fired. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah. What? <laughs> F is for fuck. <laughs> I got a bunch of new, so so I'm going to do a shameless plug for uh, Kide Moose. Not that it really matters because they're an Ontario uh, manufacturer. You can probably order them worldwide, but uh, it would be prohibitively expensive, so don't. Um, but uh, they they do candles, scented yes. candles, and they're quite nice. And I yeah. totally forgot to light this one up, so we'll light it up in a minute. Um, but their labels, they do what are called saucy moose uh, labels. This one, for instance, if you can't read it, says, may the bridges I burn light the way. I just got a whole new sweat set of candles because oh. Danielle burned through the one upstairs. They're all amazing. I got all fall flavors or scents. Ooh. <sighs> so good. Uh, <laughs> but every one of them, almost every one of them, there's one that's like, let's get baked and it's a gingerbread man. But the rest oh of them are God. all some version of fuck, basically. <laughs> nice. Uh, where it's like, one is like, and you've probably seen all of these on t-shirts and everything else, but one is just in big word, in big letters, fuck. And then it's like it, you, them, and <laughs> Yes. Yeah. None of them are like super unique, but it's uh, one is like the last fuck I have. Oh, look, it's on fire. I, just, I love their yeah. labels. They're great. Yeah. So. And their scents are fantastic. Oh, yeah. they really are. They're yeah. good candles. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, glad it's not like pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice in coffee, pumpkin spice in a muffin, pumpkin spice. I mean, they have fart. those labels, but I prefer the 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 fuck labels <laughs> one so of them I. is one of them is from sorry which so do i yeah one of them is from uh they have a whole series actually that are from national lampoon's uh christmas holidays nice uh and so uh the one that i got was full. yeah well they have that one they have <laughs> shitters full cousin eddie uh the one that i got was uh we're the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of what's the rest of that i forget i Anyways. don't know the nut house, this side of the nut house. Anyway, so I have one with that label on it. We're saving it for Christmas. Yep. Ah, oh, beautiful. Uh, yeah, so random plug, kindmoose.ca if you're interested. If you live in Canada, if you don't live in Canada, especially Ontario, probably not worth your time. So, we'll In terms in. of shipping. In terms of shipping. I mean, they're but great candles. Yes. Yeah. Your nose may still desire them. Conceivably. I mean, we yeah. ha we have to order things from the US all the time. So you guys suck it up and order from us. Yeah. Link in description we will put. Hmm? Probably. Um, I wanted to mention the game that I found today. Yes. Um, and then if you guys have anything else, we'll do that. Otherwise, we'll wrap up. Uh, I've been playing Astrogon today, which is it is so have I. Yeah, so have you. <laughs> yeah, I told Chad about it, and he instantly started playing it before the podcast. Uh, it's a it was a mobile game. It is a mobile game. 
Um, but they just released it on Steam, so you can grab it for the computer now, uh, Windows, Mac, and I think Steam as well. Uh, so now it's available basically on everything. And uh, it's this cute little game where you're a cube that you can either jump sort of left or right, and you have to like time your jumps to pick up power-ups and climb walls and... Change colors. Change colors, and it's yeah. sort of a fast-paced... Uh, it's a completion game. You know, you try to collect three stars in every level and uh, it had the right amount of difficulty for me. I liked it. Yep. I'm going to be posting a review on it on the website, which, by the way, we have a proper website now. Yeah. Yes. There's After a bunch of reviews there, too, already. One a day for the, uh, since the website went yep. live. Yeah. And I'm yep. going to between the three of us, we're going to try and keep that up for a while. Yep. Get some good content backlog. Mm -hmm. and then, I have uh, to get writing. Yeah. Chad, would you? Yeah, I do. Uh, but yeah, check it out, dice to pixels, uh, dot com or dot ca if you're nasty. Um, wow. And uh, we are also on Apple Podcasts now. Yes. I filled out all of those forms and did all of the beep boops. And now you can find us on Apple Podcast if you haven't already picked us up on other podcasts, which, by the way, if you are listening to this, we do appreciate you. I do. Uh, every now and then we look at the map of where people are listening yeah. in the world and yeah. see all of the the unique places that yeah. people are listening from. It's always fun to look yeah, at. I love it. So. I love it. We see you in Poland. Yeah, we see you. Yeah. And what was the South Africa? And yeah. there's a handful of Pakistan. places. Yeah, there's Pakistan. There's yeah. there's a handful Brazil, of places that... Argentina. Yeah. All around the world, honestly. It was... Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's really it's neat looking at yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's not a huge amount of listeners, but definitely varied locations. So, yeah. so yeah. we know you're listening and, uh, and by all means, if you, if you want to talk to us, uh, you can jump on the discord or you can always, uh, all of these are on YouTube as well. If you didn't already know that, yep. uh, feel free to drop in there and leave a comment on the video. If yep. you feel like it, we are happy to hear feedback. Yeah, absolutely. So. Thank you for, uh, Thank you for taking an hour out of your out of your day to listen to us talk about something that we all love doing. You know? yeah, yeah, and hopefully you yeah, enjoy it. Really do appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're still with us after all of that, uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you yeah. haven't already. If you've if you've already hit it, do not touch it. Yeah, uh, but do hit the uh, like button. Yeah. Hit that one. That and one's always good. Log hit in. the share button too and share us with your friends. Tell three friends. Share it on your Twitters and your Instagrams and your face tubes and all that yep. stuff yeah. on the intertubes, the nets and stuff. Yeah. And as always, we hope you have a good week and we will see you here again next week. Same YouTube time, same Spotify channel. And now on Apple. Yay. Yay. Apple. We love you all. Thanks so much. Thanks. Love you. Bye.